0: So, you want to ride a motorcycle? Well, you've come to the right place, because this is the So You Want to Ride a Motorcycle Podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome everyone. I'm your host, Chris Geis, and this is episode number three. A fun thing to do with your motorcycle in may so the first question that may be coming to your mind is well what are you talking about isn't riding a motorcycle fun well it sure is but i wanted to tell you about a game you could call it a game Uh, you could call it a challenge that is coming up in may that could make your motorcycling even that much more fun so i'm going to get into all the details in a little bit This episode was gonna be a continuation of episode two to gear or not to gear, in which I was gonna go into more detail on gear. I promise you that episode is coming. That is most likely gonna be the next episode, episode number four, which, all things allowed, I might actually record tonight. So I might have two episodes coming up. But I wanted to get this one out because it's a little bit time critical uh, regarding this game, this challenge that I'm talking about. Uh, that I wanted to inform you all about and hopefully get you involved. So let's talk about it. Now, I'm going without an outline tonight. Past episodes, I've done an outline ahead of time. I definitely know what I want to talk about, but I was like, you know what? Let me just kind of wing this one. I'm very familiar with the topic I'm going to be discussing. And I read through all the rules when I on the train on my commute home from New York City today. And I'm very familiar with the structure of the game and how it works. So let's just dive into it. So what I wanna tell you about is the Motorcycle Podcasters Challenge for 2019. Okay, so that's kind of a mouthful, Motorcycle Podcasters Challenge. So what exactly is that all about? Well, I'm glad you asked. The Motorcycle Podcasters Challenge is a challenge, it's a game, kind of a scavenger hunt, that is hosted and was put together by Rdub Studios, which is the producer of the Loud Pipes Motorcycle Podcast. Now, just a little bit of background. So when I started riding about three years ago and I covered in a prior episode, I started listening to podcasts. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure that Loud Pipes was the first podcast that I found. It's it's definitely one of the first ones that I started listening to. It's also the first podcast that I started to support financially because I was getting so much out of it that you know, I felt that I wanted to kind of give something back and, and help support them and what they're doing. Right, one of the things most podcasts, you know, like this one, are free of charge. There's nothing expected in return. Um, they happen to use a model uh, using a website called Patreon. It's Patreon.com, uh, which is a website service that was set up for content publishers so that people who want to help support a content provider can create an account. You know, sign up, become associated with the content provider, whether it's a podcast or uh, a blog, you know, like a video blog or an author or whatever it happens to be. And you know, so allows people to give financial support and backing to content producers that they like, you know, where they like the content. So this way it's uh, they kind of refer to it as a uh, pay per value model. Right. So you you pay for the value that you feel that you're getting. OK, so. R-Dub Studios uh, was formed by Rich Warfield, uh, who also is the the host. He started the Loud Pipes podcast. He's got two, two co-hosts, Rico and uh, John Maracle, that work with him. So anyway, so, so way back when, this is going on the fourth year. So four years ago, Rich got together with a couple other podcasters. So Ted Kettler from Motorcycle Men and Kevin McKinney from the Throttle podcast. And they were discussing ways that they could you know, what could they do to try to broaden, you know, expand motorcycle podcasting, you know, get more people involved, get more people aware of podcasts, particularly motorcycle podcasts, and get the listeners more engaged with the podcasts. Um, Throttled is the podcast that I am a co-host on. So back last year, actually about a month, maybe two months before the motorcycle podcast was challenged 2018, um, Kevin was, was kind enough to invite me on as, as a co-host, which has been a lot, a lot of fun. And it's one of the things that led up to me kind of learning enough and getting enough confidence to start out, you know, and do my, my own podcast in addition. But anyway, so the three of them got together and th- they wanted to do something to really promote their podcast and get people listening and get people more involved in motorcycle podcasts and motorcycling. Okay, so simply put, the podcast this challenge, like I said, is kind of a scavenger hunt that you do on your motorcycle. So before I kind of get into a quick summary of the rules and how you play the challenge, I just wanted to mention the, the primary goals of the Motorcycle Podcast is Challenge as as laid out by you know, R-Dub Studios and the Loud Pipes Podcast. So there's, there's two primary goals, two things that they were looking to accomplish and that I feel they've succeeded at over the years. So the first was, to encourage people to get out and ride and and ride to places they wouldn't ordinarily go. I participated first year was was last year and I could definitely say that was a success. Like I definitely got out and rode to places I probably never would have thought to and and just had a total blast doing it. The other goal is to increase the interaction and engagement among podcast listeners themselves, like listeners of different podcasts, as well as the podcast listeners with the podcast, you know, to just have more than just, okay, so a podcast goes out and you have some people listen to it, but actually to, to build a community, to have some more, encourage more interaction between the podcast hosts and co-hosts and the listeners of the podcast. And in my view, that too has been really, really successful. Um, Last year, participating in the challenge, you know, and being part of the Throttle Podcast, uh, I definitely met many, many people I wouldn't have met otherwise, all really cool people. It just was so much fun, you know, to just really become more part of the motorcycling community and the podcasting community, and really just uh, had a lot of great experiences and just made a lot of good friends and, you know, just did a lot of things that I probably would not have done otherwise. So one thing that I think gives some people a little bit of back off on doing the challenge when they hear about it is that there's a fair number of rules to the challenge. And there's a a rules manual, basically, a rules book that goes along with the challenge. And it's a couple pages long. It's not at all complicated, but it's detailed. There's quite a bit to it. And it's totally understandable and totally normal for the simple reason that Anytime you try to have an agreement between people, you know, you you take what's like a verbal agreement, a verbal understanding, and then try to capture that on paper in writing can be a bit of a challenge. No pun intended, right? Because it's the podcast's challenge. It can be a bit of a challenge because once it's in writing, you know, people are like, oh well, you know, it says this, and then, you know, you can get into conflict and arguments and discussions and whatever. So anytime you put things down in writing, it can be kind of difficult to capture the spirit of it, not make it too involved, but yet get enough detail so that no one who's agreed to this thing, you know, how how this challenge operates can later say, Oh, well, you know, that's not how that's supposed to go. Like you you you're less open to interpretation. So there's some written rules, but don't let that intimidate you and and certainly don't let that stop you because the, the principle is very simple. First, the goals are get out and ride, have a good time, meet new people, get to know the podcasters. That's pretty cool. As far as I'm just going to give you kind of my overview of, of the rules. So like I said, it's a game. It's a challenge, kind of a scavenger hunt. So the basics are the challenge runs for three weeks. And this year it is running from May 9th through May 29th. So it runs over a three-week period, and so at the beginning of each week, the admins, the administrators of the challenge, use a machine that, that they've built, that uh, r dub Studios constructed, that it's, 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 it's very simply, it's just like a, it's a vacuum machine-operated device that's got a bunch of ping-pong balls in it with the letters of the alphabet A through Z, And so at the beginning of each week, they do this on their YouTube channel. It's really kind of cool. It's kind of fun. You can tune in if you want. They spin up the machine, and it spits out six letters, and and that's the six letters for the week. And so this year, what the challenge is, you as an individual and you participating as part of a podcast team, and I can get into that in a little more detail later, then during the week need to go out and find streets – where the first letter of the street name is one of those six letters. So six letters, you're gonna find six streets. And there's a little more detail about it, about how the points are scored, but, but that's the simplicity of it basically. Beginning of the week, six letters are picked, you go out and ride randomly if you want, you know, you can use Google Maps, you can ask friends, whatever, right? Go out and find streets that start with those six letters. Then there are points awarded for the week. So out of those six streets, there's a certain point value assigned for each letter in the name of the street. So that gives you a points value for each street. You sum that up for the six streets that you rode to, and that gives you your score for the week. Now, in this case, this year, you're going to be going for the lowest score. So instead of trying to get the highest scoring street name, you're going to try to get the lowest scoring street name, kind of like you have in golf, where the low score wins. So this is done over a period of three weeks, your score is added up over the three weeks, whoever has the lowest point value wins the challenge. That's actually the simplicity of it. So it's actually pretty, pretty simple to understand. Now there's nuances to it and there's some other things which I'm gonna get into a little bit, not too extensively because Loud Pipes, Rich and, and John have done an awesome job of covering this on their YouTube channel uh, and on their website and I'll, I'll give you those links in a minute. But so that's basically the nuts and bolts. So three weeks, six letters each week. Find six streets that start with those six different letters. Get points for the week. You get points overall for three weeks. Lowest number of points wins. Okay. So now, so the next thing is, not a complication, but so the next thing is, there's, there's two competitions going on within the overall challenge. There's a competition among the podcasts, and then there's a competition among the listeners as individuals. The scoring is basically done the same. So in the individual competition, individual writers that sign up for the challenge will get these points like I just outlined. At the end of the three weeks, the individual rider, your listener, who got the lowest points according to the rules and how things are scored, wins the trophy. There's a perpetual trophy that, Loud Pipes has, R Dub Studios has. When you win the trophy for a given year, your name goes on the trophy. You hang on to it for a year. You know you can show it off and whatever. You know just display it on your mantle or your bookshelf or whatever you want to do. And then towards you know the end of the year, as the next year's challenge is coming up, you return the trophy. You know R Dub Studios has it, and then it's ready to go for whoever the winner's going to be for the next year. So that's the individual challenge. For the podcast. It's similar concept, except there you've got a team. So the team consists of the host and and possibly co-hosts of the podcast, depending on how large the podcast is and, and which of the co-hosts is participating, is a team along with the listeners that sign up to support that podcast. And so now you've got this team, podcasters and podcast audience who are working together as a team the rules are essentially the same as for what I outlined for the individual, with the exception that the point value, the points awarded for a given week, basically what's going to happen is, so of the six letters, you're going to take all the submissions for the first letter by the podcasters and the listeners, and whoever got the lowest score, that's the score that would count for that letter. So of the six letters that... You're going after, for that week, for the podcast team, whoever submits the lowest point value street name, that's the one that's going to count for the podcast. So you've got, again, six for the week, three weeks is basically, there's some additional little rules, but there's basically 18 street names. And so at the end of that three-week period, based on that scoring mechanism, whatever podcast has the lowest score wins the Perpetual Podcaster's Trophy, so that's basically it in a nutshell. Now, like I said, there are some nuances. I'm going, going to go into some of it. But like I said, Loudpipes and r Studios has covered this all extremely well. And I'm not going to kind of steal their thunder and redo what they've done. But what I wanted to do is just kind of, you know, from my point of view, give kind of a quick overview of how the whole thing works to so just kind of simplify it for people. In case you want to pause the podcast and just go take a look at some of the stuff. You don't have to, but, but if you want to, let me give you some of the links now. So there's rdubstudios.com. So that's R-D-U-B, studios. It's all one word, no spaces or anything. rdubstudios.com. So that's the website for r Studios itself. Then for the Loud Pipes podcast and Rdub Studios publishes a couple podcasts and has a YouTube channel and things. So that's loudpipes one word dot net, loudpipes.net. And then more importantly, if you want to learn about the challenge itself and see the rules, you go to motorcyclepodcasterschallenge.com. It's all one word. motorcyclepodcasterschallenge.com. dot com. And to the, at the top to the right of the website, you'll see a link for rules. And that will take you into the the PDF of the rules, which is, I think, about seven pages long. Um, Like I said, it's not a big deal. It's pretty easy to get through. I'm hoping, especially with this overview, this kind of big picture of what the challenge is all about and how it works, that it would be easier for you to read through and and digest. Honestly, you don't have to read the whole thing. Um, I would suggest that you do just so you're fully acquainted with it and there is a uh, release that you have to sign and accept, very simple release, which I'll get into in a little bit. Um, you know, part of the release says that you've read and understood the rules, so I do suggest that you you read them. But it is pretty straightforward, and like I said, I'm hoping with this overview, it'll be pretty easy for you to just kind of breeze through. Now, r Studios put together some really helpful videos to help you further understand the challenge and the rules that's on their YouTube channel. So it's Rdub Studios, that's that's two words, R-D-U-B, space studios. So if you go to their YouTube channel, on the home page for the YouTube channel, you'll see two videos that you can check out. One is the MPC 2019 Rules Overview, in which uh, Rich from Loud Pipes just kind of, Demonstrated some things by getting out on his motorcycle, so you kind of visually see how the how the challenge goes and what you're looking for and the information, you know, the evidence that you're going to capture by video or photograph. And then um, they also have the uh, Moto PC 2019 rules review, which was streamed. Uh, on YouTube. I guess they did Google Hangouts and they put it up on YouTube uh, where people listened in and and they just went over in more detail the rules and questions that people had and people had an opportunity to to call in and and ask questions, et cetera. So that's another really excellent resource that you can use just to understand all the, the nuances of the challenge. And of course, you'll find all of the links in the show notes for the podcast. Now, before I get into a little bit of the details, Keep in mind that you know the the rules booklet, you know the the, the PDF document on the Motorcycle Podcasters Challenge website is the official statement of the rules. What I'm trying to do is kind of give you the cliff cliff's notes, easier to understand, kind of you know here's here's the overall picture kind of thing. Okay, so with that in mind, some things to be aware of regarding the rules. So when it comes to the streets that you select to submit, the street name has to be a minimum of three characters in length, right? So if you happen to live in Washington, D.C. or something, you know, A Street, B Street, C Street, whatever, or Avenue, whatever it happens to be, is unfortunately not going to (laughs) fly. Nice try. (laughs) Okay. The other thing is, so the scoring for the street is based on point values for each of the letters in the street name with varying points depending on, you know, how common the letter is a la Scrabble rules. So the, the the rules clearly outline for each letter of the alphabet what points are awarded. So that's pretty straightforward. And then as far as the, the what's scored on the street sign is basically just the, the actual name of the street. So if there's numbers or digits on the sign, that doesn't count because they, they don't get a score. Uh, any designations like lane, street, place, whatever, that's going to be on any sign for a street does not count. And any other kind of writing like municipality information or the name of the neighborhood does not count either, right? So it's basically the name of the street. So if you find Maple Street, the word Maple is what's used to score the street. If it's um, Old Country Road, Old Country is what would be used. If it's Jericho Turnpike, I'm just using streets I know of in my area, Jericho is what would be used. Um, Let me kind of think. There is a road not too far from me called Bread and Cheese Hollow Road. So Bread and Cheese Hollow would be what's scored. Now, obviously, the longer the name, the worse off you are because you want, for each street, the lowest score that you could get. So I believe probably, like theoretically, if you could find AAA something, that would probably be the lowest scoring or or, or any, any letter that has a point value of one, right? Three in a row, if you could find such a street, would be the lowest point score that you could get. Now, there are some simple penalties and bonus points. So penalty, right? So you're going for the lowest score. So if you just went out and got one street for one of the letters instead of six, that kind of would be an unfair advantage, right? So everybody needs to, or at least does the best if they go out and they get six streets. If you don't get a street for each of the six letters for the week, there's a penalty assigned, I believe it's 75 points. I could double check it, but I believe it's 75 points. So, so long as you can find a street for the letter that's less than 75 points, you might as well submit that street instead of taking the penalty. There is also some bonuses available. So they have something called a flash challenge, which is an opportunity for people to do an extra activity that could help them if they're kind of you know falling behind in the competition. So it's something that would be announced. Uh, the, the The flash there'll be two flash challenges: one on the second, one on the third week, I believe. And we could I could double check that in the notes, uh, the, the the rules. But the basic idea is, if you do whatever the flash challenge is and you complete it successfully, and the admins are uh, accept your submission, like yes, you did the challenge correctly, then you get a bonus which amounts to being able to deduct a certain number of points from your overall score. Similarly, for the listener competition, the listeners as participating as individuals for the individual trophy get a bonus based on the number of miles that they ride during the challenge. The more miles they ride, the better the bonus. And again, the bonus is in points that are deducted from the total score. There are some details around that. I'm not going to get into it right now because, again, You should read the rules on on the website, but that kind of gives you the general idea. There are rules in case of a tiebreaker. So if at the end of the three weeks, there's a tie between two individuals or two teams, there's a way to resolve that. Probably it's not going to happen, so I'm not going to get into it. Something new for this year, which I think is really cool, is kind of as a beta program, they are supporting international listeners participating in the challenge. Now, with the caveat that... They're not yet set up to have international listeners kind of be official participants. So in order to participate for the podcaster or the individual trophy, you have to be a U.S.-based motorcyclist and listener, unfortunately, and I think they will try to change that in the future. This is something that they're starting to work in to see if there's an interest and a reach for it because, as you can imagine, as the geographic scope scope is expanded, things get a little bit more difficult to manage. But so if you are an international listener, someone outside the United States, you can sign up for the challenge. There will be a separate leaderboard for international listeners, but like I said, th- th- this year there won't be a trophy. It'll kind of just be bragging rights and that will be that leaderboard will be handled separately from the US-based listeners and riders. And then finally I just wanted to mention so okay, so how do you prove that you went to these streets? So it's pretty simple. Ideally, what you would do is go onto the Motorcycle Podcasts Challenge Facebook page and do a live Facebook video in which you show yourself, your motorcycle, and the sign that you're claiming for the points, right? So this is some kind of physical evidence that you actually were there. It was you with your motorcycle, the motorcycle that you've registered for the challenge. That's kind of the ideal, and it's really cool because, it. it like last year, it was a lot of fun to see people... Putting these live stream videos up. It can be very entertaining. Some people are very, very creative. You know, you kinda egg each other on, you can kind of bust chops a little, or, or whatever it happens to be, or encourage teammates, you know, whatever it is. But it really, it's really making good use of social media and it makes the challenge really, really fun. If that's not your thing for whatever reason, or you don't like doing live streaming, or even you're in an area where you don't have a good cell phone signal and so you you can't stream a live video, then the next best thing would be record a video, and then upload it to the Facebook page when you have a chance. And then the third option, least desirable, but it's fine if you want to do it, is you can just take photographic evidence you know, with your, with your cell phone. Just take a picture that shows that you and your motorcycle were at such and such street, and then that can be submitted to Facebook. If you don't have access to Facebook or you don't use or like Facebook, that's fine. There's a way to handle that as well. I won't get into the details, but... That's something you could ask me about i could let you know or you could just find in the rules what's acceptable like i said earlier when you sign up for the challenge there's a simple couple paragraph release legal release form that you'll be asked to sign digitally sign you just go on you put your name and email address and whatever i think it's totally totally reasonable the reason that rw studios does this is look that this is an organized challenge involving motorcycling on public roads. And we all know and accept that motorcycling has certain risks and dangers associated with it. Right. And so you could imagine, you know, things can happen and sometimes people get upset and they take legal action or whatever. So it's honestly just something that our dub studios has to do just to protect themselves legally from liability. It's, the kind of thing, it's a very simple release form. It's the kind of thing you sign when you go skiing or whatever nowadays, like kind of any activity, you know, if you if you go on a, for a test ride on a motorcycle, you got to sign something that says, you know, you you hold harmless, you know, anyone involved in case something bad happens to you. Totally normal, not a big deal. Just read it quick, you sign it, and you're all done on that. Okay, so uh, just real quick, I just wanted to cover my experience with the Podcasters Challenge last year. Uh, Like I said, I participated as a co-host on the Throttle podcast, and we did win the Podcasters Challenge, which was awesome. It was just so much fun. It was a great competition. All of the participants from the podcast, the listeners, everybody was just so much fun to interact with, and it was just a good spirit of fun and play, and it just was really so much fun. It really was so much fun. Uh, the podcast team was awesome. It was uh, Kevin McKinney, the host, and myself, and then uh, Nabi Tire. Some people who know who listen to Loud Pipes will know Nabi Tire. Uh, Roger, who uh, was a, a listener who was participating with the podcast team, we made an awesome team together, and uh, through various sh- luck and strategizing and, and just, you know. Hard work. We, uh, we pulled it off, and uh, we, we just we just squeaked out the win for a few points. Uh, I forget the exact lineup. I think it was over Loud Pipes. It was really, really close. It was really, really just a cool competition. So the point is, I've experienced it. It was a ton of fun. I'm really looking forward to it this year, and the reason I wanted to do this podcast is to help promote the Motorcycle Podcasts Challenge, these other podcasts that are involved, and just get you guys more involved. Now, next year... I most likely will be riding under the banner of my own podcast this year. I'm going to be riding for Team Throttled for a couple of reasons. One is I just had so much fun with the Throttle Crew; uh, it's a blast. I've been podcasting with them for almost going on a year. Uh, that's one. Two is we are the uh, you know the incumbents, and um, Rich from Loud Pipes on uh, the, one of the videos for the MPC. NPC's Motorcycle Podcast's challenge for 2019 had kind of thrown down the gauntlet, and he was like, basically, it's like, hey, you know, if the winners, individual and team winners from last year, don't participate this year, it's like, right, bak, 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 kind of thing, right? So he kind of threw down the gauntlet. So it's like, okay, and and that's cool. It's like, okay, good. So throttled one last year, and now we have to come back and defend our defend our championship. You know, earn earn the right to hang on to the cup, as it were. So that's why I'm participating with the Throttle team, and uh, so any of you that are going to participate this year, for sure, I would love to have you participate for Throttle. It's a great team. We're going to have a ton of fun. But if you prefer another podcast, I'm sure you listen to you know many many podcasts or whatever, or a couple, whatever it is. You know, by all means, sign up for your favorite podcast, the one that you want to help and support. And more importantly, if you listen to a podcast that's not signed up for the challenge, and the ones I know about so far are Loud Pipes, Throttled, and actually, hold on one second, I'm gonna give you a complete list. Ah, the beauty of the pause button. Okay, so I'm just looking now at the MotorcyclePodcastersChallenge.com website, and so far, the participating podcasts for 2019 are Girl on a Moto, Loud Pipes, Motorcycle Men, and the Throttle Podcast. So if you listen to another podcast that's not signed up for the challenge, by all means, encourage them to sign up. Now, as a listener, if your favorite podcast is not participating, you know, when you sign up, you can. I believe it's optional, but I'm not totally sure because it's still the individual challenge. Um, You know, but if you want, sign up for one of the podcasts that is participating or more importantly, you know. Contact the hosts and co-hosts of the podcast that you do like and try to get them to sign up. And that's one of the reasons that I'm doing this podcast. You can refer them to it so they can kind of get a quick overview. This is what the whole thing is all about. Then they can go to all the stuff that r Dub Studios has set up for the challenge and and just find out nice, concise what the whole thing's all about. Because the more the merrier. You know, I I really want to, the reason I started this podcast is I really want to help continue to grow and expand the motorcycling community, get new riders in, you know, get more people listening to podcasts, get new people encouraged to start podcasts. It's just, it's a fun thing to do and it's just, it's a great, great community. So whatever I can do to help build it. And so that's why I back and, and support the MPC. So definitely check out the Motorcycle Podcasters Challenge Facebook page and you can find a lot of information there. And then if I remember correctly for, this, for the podcast uh, for, I'm sorry, for the challenge itself, uh, I believe it's a closed group, so you do have to request that you be able to join the group. Um, and I, I'm not quite sure if you have to sign the release form yet or, or, or whatever first. but anyway, go, go check it out, see what you can see there. Uh, any questions you have, let me know. You can contact me, or certainly, you, know, you can contact Loud Pipes, RDub Studios, throttled,, you know, or your, your favorite podcaster. Additionally, keep your eyes open because I'm going to be posting some of the videos I did from last for last year's challenge on my YouTube channel, which actually I should mention I now have a YouTube channel. Um, yeah, and so all of that you can find on my website, so you want to ride a That's one word, so you want to ride a and it's pretty easy. You, know, you can click around. You can find my bio. You can find my podcast there. You can find the different uh, podcast services that the podcast is available on, as well as links to all my social media. So YouTube channel, Facebook, uh, Instagram, the, the whole smack. So definitely check that out. And, of course, you can email me anytime at soyouwanttoride at yahoo.com. That's one word, so you want to ride at yahoo.com. And I always encourage you to contact me. Let me know what you think of the podcast, what you like, what you don't like. I really want to shape this to be the best that it can be for my listeners. So by all means, reach out to me and let me know what you want to hear. If I'm not covering something or it's too much detail or not enough detail, like let me know. I, I definitely want to, want to hear from you. And once again, I thank you for listening. I hope you do join the Motorcycle Podcast challenge for 2019. And if so, I will see you on their Facebook page and maybe I'll bump into you on the road. And whatever you do, just remember, it's always time to ride.